WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Rock and roll, run. Well, I'm afraid it's here to stay. Huh? If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? Oh, I said, if Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I? them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture, and waiter, there's culture in my food, and we have a lot to talk about. Things going on Passings, people coming and going through this orb, rubber chickens, all of those things. Also, you've noticed probably that the USDA is putting out some new information about what's healthy and what's not healthy and how some healthy foods can actually be cheaper than unhealthy foods. Well, Julia Lee was on this a long time ago. This blues singer and piano player was was really on top of things back in the late 40s when she did this one. This is the spinach song, Listen Closely and Learn Something. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D But spinach never appealed to me But one day while having dinner with a guy I decided to give it a try I didn't like it the first time It was so new to me the first time I was so young you see I used to run away from the stuff but now somehow I can't get enough I didn't like it the first time oh how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date although the first was the worst time right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot, especially when they bring it in hot. I didn't like it the first time, but oh, how it grew on me. younger so I just made the change no longer is the stuff on the shelf cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time but oh how it grew on me
time when I was just 16. I didn't like it the first time. Guess I was mighty green. But I've stocked up cause I've gotten wise. I got enough for two dozen guys. I didn't like it the first time. But oh, how it grew on me. I didn't like it the first time. But oh, how it grew on me. Hey there, that's Julia Lee. The spinach song, I didn't like it the first time. So, perfect teaching material for children. Or, I don't know, maybe not, but... We'll get more into that later on in the show of things that are made available to children. Are they perfect teaching material? Are they not? What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? But let's eat. First of all, hi, this is Mike, and thank you, Sarah Min, for doing my show last week. I was in Omaha, Nebraska. And I like to share a little bit of Omaha, Nebraska with you, the sights, the sounds, the smells, because it's an underrated city, and I really like underrated cities a lot. I have family there, and... uh, One of the first things I did over there last week was go to a Cinco de Mayo parade in Omaha. I heard some various kinds of music, saw all kinds of marching, ate things that I'd never eaten before. Well, uh, I went to a when you go to a parade, what do you get? You get popcorn, you get bubble gum, whatever the vendors are selling. Well, it was really nice to get. Okay, I'm drawing. It's not a guava. Here it comes. It's a mango. Yes, a mango on a stick. They were selling mangoes on a stick. They had shaved off the skin, mangoes on a stick, and they offered chili powder. And I said, oh, maybe just a little. I'm a little squeamish about the heat and stuff like that. But they said, oh, we have another uh, thing we can we can sprinkle on here that isn't spicy. And I said, okay. Turned out to be one of those kind of lemony, almost seasoning salt type things. I should have probably gone with the chili powder and just done it. I mean, the lemony seasoning salt thing on the mango was fine in small doses, but where it was really heavy, it didn't quite mix well. But trust me, a great big mango on a stick is a wonderful thing, and they should offer them at the Ann Arbor Art Fair. But that's what I got on 24th Street in Omaha, Nebraska. Also, there was a fellow selling these wagon wheel-type snacks, person I asked what they were thought they were maybe those pork rind crust crispy things, but actually they were wheat. Wheat were they made from wheat, but the point is they were shaped like wagon wheels. That's always very important. They were called duros, and they were everywhere. You can get them plain, you can get them hot and spicy. There's a nice rich orange color to them. Different choices for that too. So I brought my little Digio, Digio audio recorder. I am speaking, yes. And I'd like to share with you some sounds of the Omaha Cinco de Mayo Parade this year. First of all, some folks just... I got to the beginning of the line and folks started tuning up, you know, tuning up, calling for Justin. He wants a hug. On the parade goes as they're finished tuning up and uh, we got a drum corps here. can't hear what that guy is saying, but it's a drum corps. I love these things.
all kinds of people. And then we had folks marching for Jesus. It happens in many towns in America, you know. Folks in t-shirts and army fatigue pants. Here we go. Okay, now this was really something to hear. This is, was it free jazz? Was it Mexican music? Was it free Mexican music jazz? Was it free? It was very free. It was chaotic. It was wonderful. And it was on, it was on a float, actually a truck. It was on a truck for an auto place. Used cars, I'm not sure. New cars, I'm not sure. But it sounded like this. Get ready to have your head examined. This is awesome stuff. So that was wild, but then another group comes along. This band playing while horses dance, men on horses dancing, dancing around to the music. Horses clopping away. So that was a snippet I wanted to share that with you. That's from the Cinco de Mayo Parade in Omaha this year. That was last weekend. And this is the 150th Cinco de Mayo commemorating an important victory of Mexico over the French. There is also the Mexican Independence Day commemorating an important victory over the Spanish, which is celebrated more in Mexico itself than Cinco de Mayo is. Cinco de Mayo is chiefly a Mexican-American holiday and something that everybody can share. So that last band there playing with the dancing horses was called La Consentida Banda Brisa. It's a band from Omaha. And Brisa means breeze. Now, Consentida means consent. So I'm not exactly sure of the total translation of that. Maybe you will give your consent once you hear this band play like the breeze. I don't know. Possibly. But beautiful, beautiful sounds on a warm, very hot day. Actually got it to about 90 that day. Now about those dancing horses. Uh, I found this in a blog called Global Horse Culture. I'd never seen dancing horses before. It says here, Mexico has a fascination with dancing horses. And as in much of the world, dancing consists mostly of trotting in place. I should add myself that there were about eight men riding the horses, trotting left, right, turning around, back and forth. 
The blog says dancing horses appear at horse shows and parades throughout Mexico. It goes on to say that in Java, there is a tradition of horse dancing. Kadu Regong is a dancing performance by a costumed horse accompanied by a gamelan orchestra. Kadu Salit is a performance said to imitate the martial arts where the horse moves on its hind legs. Regong horses are popular at weddings and circumcision celebrations. Yes, the blog also says that dancing horses perform at weddings in Pakistan and India and that the dance style can be quite complex. In part of one dance, the horse is encouraged to swing its head from side to side with flicks of long reins. Dancing horses. Wow. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and in a little bit I'm going to share a little bit more of what I heard in Omaha. A mariachi mass, in fact. I've been to a polka mass. I've been to a polka mass in Monroe, held by the Knights of Columbus. Think polka's happy music? Well, this was more of a solemn affair with polka music nonetheless, but this was a mariachi mass I heard last week in Omaha. In the meantime, remembering some people who have gone, one of which is Chuck Brown, great R&B singer, maker of go-go music, big in D.C., this song, Bustin' Loose, I'm going to play a bit of this because it was, it cracked the top 40 just for a few weeks, but it was a huge R&B and dance hit. And I thought he was saying, eat what you got until you get what you need now, which would make it a food song. Actually, I believe he's saying, keep what you got until you get what you need now. But either way, feast on this, shall we? Be pleasing. Talk about busting. 
Thank you, Chuck Brown. Chuck Brown has found his bridge. Thank you, Chuck. That was busting loose. And again, I thought he said, eat what you got till you get what you need now. But you know what? That's a good set of words to live by anyway. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and another very famous and and well-loved singer has passed, and that, of course, is Donna Summer. I'm sure you've all heard now, but Donna Summer has has died. And this brought me back to, believe it or not, a, a food thought, because this is a food show, and I do think about those things. There was a story about two years ago, just about two years ago, June of 2010, in which Wendy's pulled a kid's meal CD because of alleged racy lyrics, This is from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution from then. It's about Donna Summer. The fast food chain Wendy's has pulled a disco CD included in kids' meals because of racy lyrics in one of the songs. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that one of the songs on the Disco Fever CD was Donna Summer's Last Dance. The song has two sets of lyrics. Uh, One version includes the words, so bad, but some heard the alternative lyrics, so... H-O-R-N-Y, I'm spelling it for you, on the CD, which had been marked as safe for three years old and up. Not safe. The Atlanta-based chain announced on its website that it would continue to put three other CDs in the kids' meals, including songs by the Jackson 5, Cool and the Gang, and other people. But the website said, Wendy's is no longer offering the Disco Fever CD without mentioning the reason for that. Now, on a com- now, I, okay, here's the thing, because did she really say something other than so bad, so bad? Because when I'm bad, I'm so, so, you know, H-O-R-N-Y. I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's, it's a kind of a toad. It's a, this is a biological discussion we're having here. Now, I don't think she really said that. And in fact, I was happy to read a comment one woman made on one of the pages discussing this controversy at the time. This woman said, the lady needs to get a life. Not only did I grow up listening to this song, I'm a transcriptionist. And Donna Summer is not saying so, H-O-R-N-Y. She's saying so, so bad. Unfortunately, many of the more popular lyric sites have already been hacked. And the phrase, so, so bad at the end has been replaced by the different lyrics, yes, in all caps. That lady and many others need to get a life. That's right. That's why you're listening to WCBN, because you have a life, and I just want to thank you for that. But in the meantime, let's listen to a little bit of Donna Summer, where she says, Because when I'm bad, I'm so, so bad. Listen closely. She's saying that, nothing bad, just so, so bad. When I'm bad, I'm so, so, ho, bad. So, so, ho, there. Thank you, Donna Summer. It's it's kind of affected me, you know, that she's gone, just hearing her voice, I gotta say. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Coming up at 10 o'clock, our wolf will help us to face the music. In the meanwhile, in the meanwhile time of moment thing, I am speak now, there are some things going on in town, many things that can be qualified as things, in fact. Some of them this weekend and many, many coming up soon. The Ann Arbor Antiquarian Book Fair is this weekend at the Michigan Union Ballroom. It's this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. There are going to be about 40 booksellers, map and print dealers. The admission fee benefits the William L. Clements Library at the U of M. Jay Platt organizes the fair, and he has an amusing story on the website annarborbookfair.com. I enjoy this. He says it's perhaps worth noting that during the early years of planning the book fair, 
It was often done with the aid of a bottle or two of wine. Therefore, there were two eighth annual fairs in a row. Isn't that awesome? And the fair this year is actually number 36. In the official record books, however, it goes down as number 35. I think we should have another commemorative eighth annual, annual eighth fair. Maybe we should have an anniversary of both eighth annual fairs. I think my head has come off like the head of a chicken, but we'll, we'll get on with, we'll talk about headless chickens in a moment. In the meantime, many other things coming up. We're going we're gonna to go into detail in, in the weeks to come about Camp Bacon. Zingerman's has Camp Bacon again this year, and it's the kind of thing where you can go from the really expensive stuff, which is looking like a really interesting seminar with lots of people talking about bacon, authors, foodways, all kinds of stuff, down to, but not down to, an actual fun public event where they ask for a donation to 4-H, and you could sample bacon and stuff, and also a concert at the Ark by bluesman Kenny Brown. So all that stuff you can look up by looking up Zingerman's Camp Bacon, zingermansroadhouse.com. Lots of information on there, Zingerman's. And Grillin' for Food Gatherers is Sunday, June 10th, benefiting Food Gatherers, the food rescue operation in Washtenaw County. We'll talk more about that soon. In the meantime, my name is Mike, and sometimes I feel like a chicken with its head cut off, but I am not Miracle Mike the Headless Chicken. Let me explain. According to the Huffington Post, Miracle Mike also known as Mike the Headless Chicken, aforementioned, the pride of Fruta, Colorado, the mascot of the Western Slope and famous the world over, has decided to throw his head or hat into the ring for president. Mike recently announced this on his blog for the website that promotes Fruta's annual festival celebrating Mike and his head. Mike is running on the free-range party ticket. He's not on the ballot, but encourages supporters to vote for him as a write-in candidate. Mike made this statement on his run for president. My opponents, those poor clucks, are running around like headless chickens, and I gotta ask you, wouldn't you really rather have the real thing? And wouldn't you know it, those birds won't debate me. If they did, I'll bet you a doodle of wild hay... Doodle of wild hay. You'll see the feathers fly. If you ask me, all those strutting politicians on stage can learn something from a chicken with a natural strut in his step. This November, don't check the box. Write in Mike the Headless Chicken, because it's a no-brainer, just like most of Washington. (laughs) Okay, so it says here, also in the Huffington Post, Mike's presidential announcement should come as no surprise. He often makes these kinds of bold announcements to promote... The Mike the Headless Chicken Festival in Fruta, Colorado. This year's festival happens to be occurring this weekend. If you're going to Fruta, Colorado, do go. It features a 5K run like a headless chicken race, of course, a chicken dance contest, of course, eating contests, and much more. You should know that Miracle Mike was an actual headless rooster who, according to legend, survived a beheading on Lloyd Olson's farm in 1945, good old Lloyd Olson, and lived for another 18 months with no head. Mike became an instant celebrity and was studied by medical scientists, added to the Guinness Book of World Records, became the subject of a documentary, and featured in Life and Time magazines. We should all be so lucky. And that's the truth. A little more about headless chickens in a moment, but in the meantime, uh, we don't have any rubber chickens. We're going to actually rubber chickens. That's coming up in a moment. But in the meantime, uh, rubber biscuit. Cow, 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 
Sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Oh, 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 Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Oh, 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 I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Go to the ball. Cow, cow, lovin' and a lover, lover. Now ride a rigged ticket, hover, lover. I love a wonder, zipper, dope. He ride a living in a hover, lover. Now ride a hover, never wonder. He ride a wonder, never rack a rack of all out of hell, take a lover, hover. Bang down a wonder, zipper, dope. He ride a hover, never wonder. Hmm, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Go to the ball. Cow, cow. The chips and rubber biscuit. If you got whiplash, I got to say, if you were a headless chicken, that wouldn't have happened. It's WCBN. It's Pandora's Lunchbox. Quickly running out of happiness, but we will have more happiness on supply coming to you in just a moment. Just a quick mention that speaking of rubber chickens and headless chickens, not really a sports fan really or know much about it, but on the blog, in the blog Larry Brown Sports, I guess there was a, a poor team that was having a lot of injuries before the Nationals game against the Padres. Washington manager Davey Johnson discussed the team's injury situation, which has quickly gone from bad to worse. Something had to be done, said Washington manager Davey Johnson. He called for fans to help in turning things around. Sacrifice a chicken or something, he joked. Well, the good news is that a few fans took the idea seriously. Nationals fan Hugh Kaufman sacrificed a rubber chicken. He cut the head off of a rubber chicken. He's done this before, says the DC Sports blog. It says he, he, had, he made his first chicken sacrifice in 2005. He started sacrificing kosher rubber chickens in 2009. He claims to have done the deed a dozen times since the Nationals arrived in DC. We've had some rough years, he said. Says here on the DC Sports blog, the ceremony is rooted not just in Major League and similar baseball lore, but also in the Kaporos ritual, an extremely rare Hasidic sacrifice involving swinging a live chicken over your head before offering it. This is an offshoot of that, Kaufman said. That's when you transfer the sins to the sacrificed animal. At previous sacrifices, Kaufman has swung the rubber chicken in a clockwise motion. For the injury sacrifice, which doesn't really involve a losing streak, he was going to he was going with counterclockwise. Yes, rubber chickens. 
Um, yes, rubber chickens. There are headless chickens running around the studio, but we are coming towards the end of Pandora's Lunchbox. I want to take a severe turn here to another direction, so don't get uh, whiplash too much. Uh, just going to mention uh, one more time that the Ann Arbor Antiquarian Book Fair is coming up at the Michigan League this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And coming up is Camp Bacon on June 1st and 2nd. You can find out all about that on the Zingerman's website. Oh, the Bacon Ball is sold out, however. That was May 31st, but all the rest you can find out about. And Grillin' for Food Gatherers coming up on Sunday, June 10th, benefiting the Food Gatherers Food Rescue Operation at the Washtenaw Farm Council Grounds. I've been Mike for a while. Thank you for that. Arwolf is here. He's going to help us to face the music in just a moment. I'm going to send you out on something a little unusual, which I hope will work fine for our friend Arwolf. Again, after the Cinco de Mayo parade in Omaha, Nebraska, we heard some of that Cinco de Mayo music and such earlier on the show. I went to a mariachi mass. We're going to go out with some sounds of a mariachi mass, just like so. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep on listening and don't stop doing that. El mundo entero se desborda de alegría y también los foros celestiales, los ángeles y los arcángeles cantan sin cesar el himno de tu gloria. Thank you, Mike Perini, for another fascinating taste of something else happening somewhere else. Mike always does that for us. Mike Perini, ladies and gentlemen, this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz is the exact measurement. And we've got an hour of music by, for, and about Thomas Fats Waller, beginning with a piano solo recorded in 1929. This is called Turn On the Heat. Fats Waller. 